Hey everybody, this is Andy Sokolovich of UnleashedRanks.com. Welcome to another episode of Thematics. And today we're going to be talking to Emily Petroff, and it is Petroff. I messed it up when I first talked to her. You'll see I, I say Petroff, and she she corrects me. So I apologize, Emily, if you're out there listening to this to this podcast. But Emily is doing amazing things with strengths, and she's helping a tremendous amount of people not only learn more about their strengths and their, and their somewhat often dormant talents, but also just helping them in life in general. She offers a great coaching practice, and uh, she's a really dynamic, fun, loving, exciting individual, and I was really excited to have the opportunity to talk with her. And actually, even before I went and got certified, I started getting active on the Facebook uh, strengths, little it's Gallup call to coach and Gallup strengths finder on Facebook. And Emily was quick to respond to me to one of my posts and said, Hey, do you have some time? Maybe we can Skype and talk about what you're doing. I can talk about what I'm doing. And we can share some ideas, and I was quick to do so. And that kind of built into a friendship, and then she agreed to be on Thematics. So sit back and enjoy this episode. I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. You're listening to Thematics, presented by UnleashedStrengths.com, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Hey everybody, it's Andy Sokolovich from UnleashedStrengths.com coming to you with another episode of Thematics, the only podcast that exists that talks about how much we love strengths and how we use it every single day. Today, my guest is Emily Petroff. Emily, how are you doing today? Go ahead and introduce yourself and then give us your top five. Hi, I yes, I'm Emily Petroff. Thank you so much, Petroff. Andy, for yes, Petroff. Thank you so much for having me here today. I am excited. I'm in Billings, Montana. That is my home, and um, I am a life, relationship, business coach, um, kind of all of the above. And um, I'm excited to be here to talk about strengths with you. Well, I'm excited that you decided to join us, and I apologize for for botching your last name, Petroff. My That's last okay, name is no Sokolovich, so it gets messed up all the time. <laughs> um, so go, did you give us your top five? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so my top five, my number one is individualization. My number two is woo. My number three is achiever. Number four, input. And number five, futuristic. Wow, I really like the culmination of those five themes. So uh, let's talk for a little bit a second, a little bit about when StrengthsFinder was introduced to you. Maybe you want to talk about who uh, brought it into your life and why. You know, I can't really say that it was any one person. I think it was the universe that brought it to me. Um, the funny thing uh, about my journey was that um, I had the book on my bookshelf and had read it, um, but had never taken the actual test in the back. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was one of the books that I had maybe gotten secondhand at a bookstore or something like that. Um, I've always been into leadership and um, growing business personal growth and development, that kind of thing. And so it was one of those things that I I read through, um, but I don't know that I fully grasped what it was. So it was sitting on my shelf for, for a long time, and um, I went through um, a coaching program with my own coach. I believe if I'm going to be a coach, I need to have a coach. Mm -hmm. And so I went through a program with uh, a coach that I have, and she said, do you know about StrengthsFinder? Have you done this? And I said, well, I, I have the book. And she said, but have you taken the test? And I'm like, gosh, you know, I don't think I have. And so I came home and looked at the book and the code had already been scratched off and someone had already used it. So that's how I knew that I had gotten it secondhand. And so I went and got a new copy and um, took the, the test and 
it was a it, it was a moment for me that was like I I don't know if it's inspiring is the word, but it was like finding a new level of who I was, right? And and kind of validating, oh my gosh, yes, that's exactly who I am and that's exactly why I do what I do. Oh my gosh. So, so bef- really, before you get really into cool. that before you get into that too much, I don't want to cut you off, but we refer to that as your aha moment. And that's actually my second question is okay. maybe you want to go into a little bit more of that uh, aha moment, what happened, how it kind of changed your life and, and why it was so impactful. Um, well, I think for me, you know, I have been coaching, um, you know, my journey started several years ago. I've owned nine businesses and um, I've worked in the corporate world in different elements and um, I kind of started coaching entrepreneurs and small business owners um, by default. Just people, mm-hmm. friends of mine that I knew in the community would come to me and say, hey, what about this? What are you doing about that? How are you doing this? And and so I have been coaching for for quite some time before I ever came upon StrengthsFinder. Um, but what was interesting to me or, or that aha moment that I had that was so cool was the individualization is the reason that my one-on-one coaching works so well for me. And I didn't really know that until I was able to really read the description and embrace it and then utilize that with intent. Um, Woo was, it, it was kind of fun because I know that I am an outgoing person. I know that I love to network. I know that I, you know, those are things that were like, yeah. But I think for me, the number one with the individualization, I never could really put my finger on why I love the one-on-one so much and why, you know, I talk to groups all the time, but I really, really do well in mm-hmm. small group coaching sessions and with one-on-one individual clients right. and 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 that really truly individualization is the reason that I can excel at that so well. Great. Yeah, that's that's a, that's an awesome insight. I mean, it's it's great to you already knew these things existed in you, but you really didn't have and a lot of times when we talk about strengths, we talk about vocabulary and a lot of times we just don't have the words uh to be able to tell people what it is that we're really really good at or how to naturally define our talents. So Looking yeah, at your, absolutely. looking back since the day that the strengths were revealed to you, you got your top five or your full thirty-four. I don't know how aware of your entire thirty-four you are, but um, what does your strengths journey look like? How has it kind of maybe morphed or molded the way you do business, or maybe in your personal life? Do you are you constantly strengths aware? Or do you find yourself, um, you know, just having to always go back and dig back through your report, or have you made this part of your life? No, it really has become part of my life. Um, and and almost just in a, um, it has been incorporated into who I am now mm-hmm. at, at such a level that it's not something that I really have to think about. And yet I think about it, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so for example, when I'm, when I'm with my kiddos, I know that there's no blanket approach for them. I treat each one of them as individuals and, and we create you know, chores lists for them based on who they are as an individual. Um, you know, it is the work that I do with my clients. I, I create individual programs for them. Um, and, and for me, it's, it's, I have to really manage it. I mean, my number, uh, my number three is achiever. And, um, because I know that about myself, it can work against me. Mm-hmm. And, and so there was a lot of work that I had to really do and, and self-reflection in knowing these 
to to manage them um, better. And mm. so uh, as the achiever, I sometimes will be the first one there and the last one to leave. I'll put more into a relationship than maybe the other person is. And so I have to really manage that. I have to watch, you know, what I do and, and how I do it. And, and before I didn't understand that. And now because I understand those things and why I do those things, um, it's easier for me. Um, it becomes just part of what I'm doing on a regular basis. And, and now um, in business, um, because it was such a profound experience for me, I have all of my clients that I work with go through and do that process as well, regardless of the reason that they come to me. You know, I do a lot of relationship coaching. I'm very passionate about people. Mm -hmm. And um, when I say relationships, it's not just about the relationship like with your significant other. It's about the relationship with your kiddos or your family members um, or maybe even at work. Um, so regardless of the reason that people come to me, their strengths can be used personally and professionally and um, when they know those things I think they can use them with intention rather than just kind of you know going about as they were yeah absolutely it's it's um Every podcast that we've done so far, very, something very similar has been said is when I took the assessment, now I know my strengths. I can kind of relax a little bit because I know what I'm good at. I'm not going to have to worry about trying to fix my weaknesses. I'm going to apply these strengths and I'm going to give it, you know, run full throttle. But it's also smart that you said you have to sometimes learn how to manage these strengths as well. I mean, we often talk about sharpening and tempering our strengths just based on the situation. So, and it's great that you've learned to integrate these in your personal family life because now you know somebody with high individualization. And you're you're doing uh, uh, you're doing something great for your children by acknowledging them as two individuals as opposed to just these are my kids I'm going to treat them the same regardless um, because I think as youth growing up you do have that own personality and we recognize that with our children we have a boy and a girl and they just have two completely different personalities and if we were just to treat them the same uh, you know it would probably uh, you know who knows stunt their maturity or they would it would kind of uh, uh, you know make it a little bit less fun to be a kid. So, so let's, let's talk about a little bit about now that you know about the assessment, um, in your coaching practice, and I think it's great that you coach couples. Let, let's skip that question. Let's talk about you coaching couples. How do you integrate strengths finder in your, in your couples coaching? Oh my gosh, it's so powerful. Uh, so for example, somebody with futuristic, um, if you're, once your partner knows that and realizes that you're always wanting to know what's going to happen next, right? Where, what does the next six months, what does the next year, what does the next five years hold for us? You know, what does that look like? Um, it can really provide a huge insight instead of having this person, you know, be nagging at you for what are you going to do next? They, they can under, they, they can begin to understand why that's something that's important to you and what you're what you're working to create and so instead of it becoming this um wedge sometimes that happens it becomes this level of understanding the other person and um beginning to let them love them for who they are not who you want them to be and and to work to change somebody to be different you can really embrace what those strengths are and realize that those strengths can actually be a strength even though for you it may be something that was originally an annoyance Right. No, I agree. Uh, futuristic is my number two. And uh, there's not so much of a timeline for me that we have to... Here, I have to auto-switch this screen. There's not much of a timeline for me that my wife and I have to sit down and talk about. It's more... My futuristic is is like long-term um, so much as... Let's see... Let's, 
community development. You know, if if this, then that. If we do this, then this is going to happen. If we do that, then this is going to happen. So I'm constantly looking down the, down the road to see not only what events are coming up, or but how what we can do right now to impact the future. Um, so it's it's it, for my wife and I just being aware of our top five has really changed our marriage uh, altogether. I mean, she things about me that used to really upset her, uh, not so much upset her, but maybe she was concerned about <laughs> in the relationship <laughs> now have have uh, have really been tampered because now um, I can I can go to her and say, hey, you know, this is my strength. And I need your help too. If forever, if it ever gets really aggressive, you need to let me know. That way, I, I can understand um, your side of the story too, and and do what's best for our relationship as a whole, as opposed to just trying to you know self gratify myself and and get uh, and my strengths at the tip of the spear. So, um, so yeah, it's yeah, an awesome insight. I I just thought of a really great story that's on the same lines of the couple conversation that we're having, but also um, how when I realized how powerful in my coaching practice strengths can be, um, I had a client who usually the homework that I give the first week or even before they come to their first session is to take the test and really embrace it in that for a little while, what those strengths are and what they mean to you and you know how you can actively use them even more than you're than you're using them now and um, this one particular client she didn't have an opportunity she's um, technologically challenged and so she she was having trouble getting online and do it, getting the test done and so we had our first session and maybe even our second session before she was actually able to get the test done and so some of the homework that I had given her um, she didn't do the next two sessions and I was confused because she was a client who was very committed to the process, very committed to what she wanted to achieve and accomplish um, and yet I still couldn't figure out why it was that she was sort of you know, uh, beating around the bush to get to this thing that I had been asking her to do and so then I think it was like on the third session she had finally taken the test and I looked and um, because of the way that her strengths were laid out I would have never ever asked her to do the homework the way that I had asked her to do it because she just wasn't going to do it. She's not a confrontational person and there was a piece of it that felt somewhat confrontational to her and so her harmony strength would not allow her to go and do it the way that I asked. So I was able to construct it in a way that allowed her to, to move forward um, and, and accomplish the exact same thing, but just in a different way. So um, that one experience for me uh, really set the tone for, okay, this is hugely important to how I'm coaching and um, you know the, the different tools that I can give my clients to accomplish the things that they really want to accomplish. Yeah, it's it's not only an important insight tool for your spouse or significant other, but obviously for a coach or anybody that's trying to to help uh, you succeed. But one of the things it, you kind of alluded to it a little bit is when there's resistance to taking the assessment. You go up to somebody and say, "Hey, uh, the Strengths Finder 2.0 assessment, I think, is something that we want to integrate into our coaching, or we want to integrate into our team." I would like for you to take the assessment. Have you ever heard, uh, you know, not another assessment, not another, uh, you know, am I going to be a monkey or a color or something like this? I've taken a hundred personality tests. When you meet that kind of resistance with StrengthsFinder, what do you say or what do you do to kind of get around that? Um, you know, I think, again, it's, it, it's different for every person because of my individualization. There's not one blanket response that I have. So I really try to find the... Um, where the resistance is coming from, mm -hmm. right? Is it really about this, you know, what good is this going to do, um, you know? And sometimes I 
I can switch it and and ask them to do it for me initially, right? This mm -hmm. is just how I outline my coaching practice. This is part of what I'm going to ask you to do. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm certain that you're going to find value in it. And if not, for you, for me, I'll be able to coach you differently than I would if I didn't know these things. So, um, you know, again, it's different for every person. Sometimes it is about that I've taken a million assessments and how is this different? Um, but sometimes it's just different. Sometimes people don't want to find out those things. They're they're scared of it, right? They're, they're like, I'm going to have to rise to a new level that I'm not really prepared for. Or, you know, um, maybe I'm, I'm, I think sometimes people are worried about their strengths because there's so much focus on how to improve our weaknesses that that really tends to be a lot of when, when people come in they're like I really need to improve on this this and this and it's like you know when we when you have an appreciative coaching approach um, which is so in alignment with the strengths it becomes something that is different so um, you know I think it's it's on an individual basis for me, but those are a couple of examples of how I talk them through it. Well, that's smart. I mean, it's smart to recognize that your individualization is, is coming through there. And, uh, yeah, we, we hear the same thing, you know, uh, as, as I speak with coaches and just kind of strengths evangelists and enthusiasts, I mean, really getting people to understand that this is not just another assessment sometimes is a difficult thing for you to do. I mean, you're going to meet some kind of resistance. What I always find out is that the person uh, that's trying to get another individual to take the assessment you don't have to be super aggressive. You don't have to be super persuasive. Tell your own story. Tell how this, this how this assessment or this tool has helped you and what it's allowed you to realize uh, about yourself, about your own given strengths. And you're you're right. You hit the nail on the head that we are so we're an or, we are a world that is so focused on trying to fix our own weaknesses that we often forget about our own strengths. And it's, it's just a matter of not all of us want to be introspective. And, and the other side of that coin is that when we do find out what we're good at, are we going to have the, the discipline and the energy to, to take advantage of that new information and maybe change our lives a little bit? If you're hugely resistant to change, this may be a game, a game changer with the quotes in here, but this may be something that you're not willing to do. Um, Absolutely. so thanks for that insight. So, so let's just say that now you being a coach, you're going to have a little bit more knowledge about this this question. But um, so say you sit down with somebody for the very first time. They just went in. They took the assessment. They printed out their action report. They're looking at their top five. They have no background knowledge on strengths-based development or, the, or positive psychology or anything like that. What advice would you give somebody just to take that very first step uh, to move towards developing a life full of, you know, uh, strength satisfaction. <sighs> First step. Um, I think, you know, looking at the ways that they're already utilizing them in their life already, right? Mm -hmm. So if they can pinpoint two things with the, within each one of the top five, how am I already using this? And then, um, you know, that's already happening. Mm -hmm. And then, pushing it just one step farther and maybe finding an additional three that they can continue, right? Something that they're maybe not doing or something that they can stretch themselves to do within each of those. And sometimes it's not, it's, it's about managing it, right? Sometimes it's about looking at it and going, okay, how is the, the, this 
hindering me, so to speak, in some ways? How am I, I utilizing it to a point, for me it's a cheaper, how am I utilizing it to a point that can be unhealthy for me at some point? So I think that would be the first thing that I would say for me and for my clients that I work with is really like looking at them each as individual strengths, how am I already doing it? It's just happening innately, and then how can I really be intentional about it? Yeah, I mean, Gallup refers to it as naming it, claiming it, naming it. We've said this in the past. I mean, being able to, number one, identify your top five, um, have a general understanding of what they are. Claiming it is basically saying accepting that it is you. I mean, a lot. some people don't like their top five. I and mean, we also have to remember yeah. that. We talk very in a very positive light about StrengthsFinder, and it's nothing but good things. But sometimes it is an insightful tool. So sometimes you're given... Uh, a set of strengths that you may not think that you have. That's right. why it's it's great to, like you said, select two of them, acknowledge that they, that they are yours. And and the other thing that I always tell people to do is give your report to a loved one, um, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, somebody who's close to you and can read that and say, you know what, you may not see this in yourself, but this is this is dead accurate. And uh, Absolutely. you know, I've had that happen several times where I've been reviewing somebody's top five, and their spouse is sitting to their left or their right, and they're sitting there, like, kind of smiling or smirking or shaking their heads. And my actual, the actual person who received their report is just staring at me like I don't get it, <laughs> you know. But other, all those people around you get it. Um, Absolutely, people, people around us. I think you know they see us differently than we see ourselves, and because of the focus on weakness in in our society as a whole. I think we tend to embrace, especially the, the me as a person and, and what I've had to do to overcome that and the clients that I see, there's such a focus on all the things that are wrong with me that I don't see those things. And so sometimes they can look at those strengths as, the, that's not a strength, my, my, my detail-oriented, you know, my ability to pay attention to detail or to be disciplined, is that really a strength for me? And um, their partner or their their children or whoever is in their life goes, yeah, that's absolutely you. And that's part of the reason that I love you and, and the things that I really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such an insightful tool. And and I talk about my strength story and, and things like that. I try not to talk about it too much when I'm interviewing somebody else, but for me, it just was something that put my life back in focus. I mean, I was lost. I was beyond lost. I was drifting, you know, on a broken piece of plywood out in the middle of the Atlantic somewhere with no sense of direction. And it really acted as a tether to kind of pull me back on shore. And, um, and again, between my wife and I, we now have a, a language that we can use internally in our in our home and with our you know her and I and our kids that allows us to be understanding of each other's needs. And one of the best part about strengths I love is is what you need from others in order to be at your best. I mean, maybe you want to talk a little bit about that when you express to somebody, "Hey, you know, you are you know, you're an input, you're an analytical, you're deliberative. So you as husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you need to make sure that they have enough information to make a decision. Now, do you do that with your clients? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, once they, like you said, once they are able to accept, yes, this is who I am. These are the things that, that make me, me, um, they can begin to be intentional about it. And what intentional for me means is they can begin to ask for the things that they need. Um, and sometimes when you have a partner who, um, goes through the process as well, like in your case where your, your wife also is 
in tune to that and you have that language, you, you sometimes don't have to ask for it because they just right. know or they'll just give it to you. But you can begin to ask for those things at work. You can begin to ask for those things, um, you know, in your personal life. You can begin to ask for those things, you know, in every aspect of your life, you can begin to explain to people, like you said, it's sometimes about giving words to uh, and or phrases to, to things we didn't know how to explain before, and that is so helpful when we communicate with other people in our lives. And so, I think that that it really, really makes a huge difference. Um, you know, for me, it was uh, with with woo. I know that I need that in order to fill myself up, right? Mm -hmm. It's like I, if I'm feeling like, ugh, I need to find a networking event to go to because that is something that just really makes me feel wonderful. Right. And, um, you know, to be able to connect other people to, to my, one of my favorite things to do um, when I'm in a room is to find somebody that at a networking event that's off to the side by themselves and I can tell it's either the first time or maybe they're, they don't have woo at all so they're feeling a little bit like, oh, I don't know if this is a place that I should be. Find them what, they're, what they need to get out of that event. Why are they there in the first place? And find someone else that I already know that I can hook them up with. You know, making that connection that has nothing to do with me is so rewarding and satisfying. And so just something doing something as simple as that can help me fill myself back up and, um, you know, utilize number two, right, for me. So that's yeah. really important to me. No, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, we always... Uh, a lot of times we'll pick on woo a little bit, but a lot of times woo gets uh, kind of a misperception that it's your smarmy used car salesman always out there looking for handshakes just to kind of broaden your social circle. But a lot of people, myself included, use my woo very similar to what you just said. You're a connector. I mean, you're out there making introductions. You're out there giving people confidence in themselves that maybe aren't uh, as comfortable in a network setting as, as you are. Um, right. So it's always great. I always tell everybody, if you want to make the best of your top five and you really want to make the best of your talents, use those talents to help other people. Absolutely. That's absolutely the best way to go. Um, don't be, I call it strength selfish. Don't be strength selfish. I mean, you have you have these talents that you've been given since birth. Go ahead and utilize them and, and, and help others succeed. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing, too, going back a little bit to the kind of aha moment, you know, like I said, I was able to find my, what I feel like is my purpose in life, coaching, before I found StrengthsFinder, but StrengthsFinder validated for me that I truly am in the right place, you know, it's like I've had a lot, I've held, I've had a lot of different businesses, and, and I still have some of those businesses, but they're not my passion, they're just something mm -hmm. that I do, and, and so when I found StrengthsFinder, it was like, you have created the perfect business to utilize these top five strengths every single day, mm -hmm. in every single way, and so for me, it was like, it was like finding home, right? It was like coming home again. It was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. So it was hugely validating for me because I'm somebody, I'm a serial entrepreneur, and so mm -hmm. I start a business and then sell it off or, or find somebody else to run it for me and start over again. Mm -hmm. And this is the, the one thing that I know I'll be in forever because it is, um, and, and I think StrengthsFinder really validated that for me. This is the place that you're supposed to be every day. Yeah, I like that word that you use, validation. I think it's it's important because when you look at, I mean, from an entrepreneur standpoint, when you look at business statistics and how many businesses are actually successful out there, the number is really, really low. Um, but 
in my mind, being aware of your strengths, that kind of probably boosts your uh, rate of success a little bit. Because if you know that what you're doing is in line with your strengths, you know, you know, several things, you know, number one, that you're going to be passionate about it. And you know, number two, that your chances of quitting are probably slim to none. And then just having that, like you said, validation that what you were doing is right. I mean, how many times do we go through things in life where we're taking steps in a direction that we just don't know if it's going to work or not? And some, sometimes that uh, that curiosity or that little bit of confusion is enough to kind of derail us, and, and we quit. And we quit way too early because it gets scary so fast. But you and I are very similar in that approach. And my top five really are, are perfect for what I'm trying to do and what I want to do as a profession. So not only do I get an immense amount of satisfaction from that, but I'm not scared. I mean, I'm not. I'm looking towards a bright, prosperous future because I know that as long as I'm happy, the rest of it will fall in line. Yeah, I think, you know, I have this experience every day. And at, at first, it felt very um, arrogant, maybe, or conceited mm-hmm. because of the focus we have, I think, on weakness. But every single day that I have an experience with a client, I walk out of that going, I am really good at my job. And that was something that I never experienced until I found coaching and until I had the language to wrap around what I do. And so um, that for me is like a, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a home run. It's so inspiring, right? Everybody wants to, to be able to look at her. I felt like I always wanted to be able to say, I am so good at my job, and I never had that. I, I've never said that before in my life until now. And um, being able to to use my strengths with intention has really helped me to propel that in a way that I can't even begin to explain. Yeah, a lot. You know, a lot of my uh, my passion for strengths and my passion, especially for for uh, I guess engaging your strengths towards a profession yields a lot from my father growing up I mean he really didn't love his job he went to work he provided for his family but he didn't love what he did what he did and and ultimately you could see that you could see that in himself I mean he liked his hobbies but he didn't like what he did what he was doing to earn money and we spend so much time at work you should enjoy it and really I think strengths finder has become that tool that kind of to deflate a little bit of that pressure and take some weight off your shoulders and allow you to focus towards a goal. Nobody ever says, quit your job, um, go collect unemployment, and then refocus, take this assessment, everything will be okay. Absolutely not. But at least if you have an idea of what you're good at and what your natural talents are, you can think down the road about maybe making a career change. So. Yeah. It's important to know that. So let's every I ask everybody this and some people uh, can answer it right away. Some people think about and some people say uh, I don't have one, but out of your top 5, which one is your favorite and why? Number 1, individualization by far. Um I think because like when you were talking about the differences in your children and knowing that they're not made up the same way, mm-hmm. um that that for me is huge and um i think that if i had had that experience and my parents were wonderful by the way but um if i had had that experience being able to really embrace who who i was as an individual and be be treated differently right it's like we we all want to treat everybody the same but it's like we i think when when we can begin to treat others the way that they want to be treated right um not the way that we want to be treated um the, what, what is that the golden rule is treat people the way you want to be treated i don't think that applies i think it's treat people how they want to be treated right and so for me that really embraces individualization and um that one strength 
allows me to be successful in almost all the relationships that I have, no matter how challenging they are or how, how easily, you know, how organic and how easy they might be. Um, it really allows me to navigate through and to be able to see things from that person's perspective. And, and that alone makes my life way more peaceful and um, satisfying, fulfilling, all of those things. For sure, that, that would be. And at the same time, like in my business, I think, you know, I know that because I'm so individualized, individual focused, individually focused, I struggle sometimes to create blanket programs that I could teach to a class of 50 or 60, right? It's so hard for me to just, I want to find out what's going on with you and you and you and you and you as an individual. So um, so that's something that I'm really working on as well. So there's the, the flip side of how I can manage that strength for myself. But um, uh, as a whole, uh, hands down, my, my number one individualization. Yeah, that's great, and I and I love how you kind of flip the golden rule there. You know, I think that's that's uh, something that we need to be really aware of. One of the things, and I'll reveal a little mistake that I made. I was when you get back from Gallup, and and you have to uh, you have to get six, you have to coach six people, and they have to go in and give you like a little testimonial or something on Gallup's webpage. But one of the women that I coached first. First thing it said on Gallup's little curriculum was make sure that you're referring to somebody by the name they want to be called. Well, I just skipped the whole <laughs> first half and kind of created it my own version, not because Gallup's wasn't great. It's just because I'm like you. I mean, I wanted to sit down and I, was, I got so passionate talking about strengths that I really skipped what I was taught. And I was calling her. Her name was Patricia. And I had heard somebody call her Pat. And so I just went, I said, well, Pat, you know, thanks for coming today. Thanks for sitting down with me. We'll talk about your strengths. Let's look at your report. And she was very sweet. She's listening to me in about 10 minutes in the conversation. She goes, Andy, I have to stop you. She's like, I've been so distracted. And I said, oh, no, why? My name is Patricia. She's like, nobody calls me Pat. And I'm like, oh. And I said, and I looked at my book and it said, you know, step one, make sure you're calling the person by their first name. But it's so true. I mean, each person is different. And just because, like me, sometimes I have to put a, a governor on my speed because I'm so passionate about strengths and I'm so passionate about this positive psychology thing that, that I come across as aggressive and I don't, I have a hard time tempering my, my pitch or my approach to the individual. Some people love that high energy sales pitch. Some people love it. They get all excited. They say, feed off of your energy. But some yeah. people just want to crawl underneath the desk and wait till you They're leave. Yeah, they yeah. get freaked out. So, yeah. so I'm glad absolutely. you said that. I, I absolutely have had that experience too because I am high energy. I'm go 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 go, and um, you know some of my clients are are not that way. You know, yeah. I just had a woman yesterday who we've done career coaching with, and um, she's very timid. You know, we've been working on confidence with her, and and she's very reserved and set back. So I have to take myself down about six not six notches yeah. before I go into that session with her. And if I treated her the way that I wanted to be treated, um, I think that we wouldn't have been able to have a successful coaching, you know, relationship. So um, that that is hugely important to me. Well, this is a, this is the last question. Um, so, and it's huge. It's gigantic and introspective. Um, everybody, when I ask this, there's always this beautiful, just tender five to 10 second pause. You may not have that Why somebody's just thinking about how should I answer this? But let's say strengths never entered your life. Let's say Emily Petroff today never was introduced to strengths back in the day. And how do you think your life would be different if you didn't know what your top five were? 
Oh, I definitely think that there's less of intention, right? I, I think that for me is is the one of the biggest things is that I'm able to be intentional mm -hmm. about those things that are innately there. And when you're able to have intention with something, um, it's like setting a goal, right. right? It's like you're you're either you know you use the ocean. Um, uh, example earlier, if you're out in the ocean and you don't know where you're going, you don't have any idea, you, you'll eventually arrive somewhere, um, but who knows if that's where you want to be, right? Who knows if that's where you want to end up? Um, but when when you have intention and when you set a goal and you know where you're going, um, you will arrive hopefully faster than at the, the location that you're, you're planning on being instead of kind of fumbling around and, and just hoping that it all works out. So I think for me, it, if I hadn't um, been exposed to StrengthsFinder and I hadn't had that aha, those aha moments and, and epiphanies that I had, the language to be able to explain it to people and to um, just be really introspective about how I can utilize these even more so than I'm utilizing them now, um, I don't think that I would be where I am. I don't think that I would have um, the confidence in my business that I have um, because of the validation that it gave me. I don't think that I would be, uh, I don't think that I would be as good of a coach coaching my clients because of the experience that I had when I didn't have the StrengthsFinder ahead of me. I gave homework that I would have never given. Um, you know, so I think it changes. I, I definitely wouldn't be as, um, as good of a parent, I think, and I, I still struggle to go, am I a good parent, right? We all ask that question sometimes. But I think that, you know, it enhances my life in every single aspect, personally and professionally, um, and everything in between that. So um, I think it, it just definitely wouldn't be as fulfilling as it is now. Um, and uh, when I can share that experience with other people, even if it's just my friends and family, um, I find myself wanting to know, you know, what is my mom's, what are my mom's top five strengths? And she's not someone who really is a personal growth and development person. So I've kind of been working on her. And so I think I'll get mm -hmm. her at some point. But um, I find myself wanting to know those things because it was such a profound, it had such a profound impact on me in my life. And it does with my clients as well. That, um, you know, without those things, I think we kind of are fumbling around. And um, we can be, you know, more intentional and accomplish more things in, an, in, in a way that's easier. I think we struggle less, right? I think there's more... Uh, paddling upstream, so to speak, when you don't know what those strengths are because you, you can't utilize them the way you can when you know. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. And and as we do this podcast more and more and we talk to more strengths enthusiasts, the answers seem to be the same. They always say, you know, things became easier. Things became there was there was less friction. I wasn't having to work so hard. You know, I kinda I kind of uh and this may be a weird vision of strengths but you know it's like courting somebody going out on a date with somebody and, and being with them for months and months and months and just not knowing if it's going to work but you're going to grind it through just in case maybe you, you fall in love and maybe it works out but then it's when i learned my strengths it was like i was speed dating for opportunities Absolutely. it was like you know it was like yes 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 no 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 next yes 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 no 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 yeah and then when an opportunity came and it was like wow this fits within my strengths i know i can do it well i'm excited to take on this new challenge thank you and there's no doubt in my mind that i'm going to you know going to get a lot of satisfaction from this so i, I know that might seem like a weird thing but it is you have a clear cut list of things that you're naturally good at and it just makes sense to to just work in line with those because anything less than that is going to be too difficult and not and not worth your time so Absolutely. I think it enhances the decision-making process in life 
by 150%, right? Yeah. It, it definitely is something that you can look at and weigh. Um, I was trying to think, uh, is it Bronson, Richard Bronson, that Bronson, yeah. said um, he never focuses on more than three things at a time. And um, no matter what, you know, he, he's only these three things and that's it. And I think that strengths allows us to do that in, in a way that is um, uh, similar. You know, it's like, I know now opportunities that that come along that I'm like I'm though that's not a good fit for me. Mm. I I definitely I would struggle. I, could I do it? Sure, but how hard would it be compared to this over here? And so I think that um, it enhances the decision making process in life as a whole, or the people that we align ourselves with, or that we're able to create long lasting relationships with. Um, it makes that a world uh, easier than than it was without it. Yeah, very well put. So, Emily, at the at the later part of the show here, what we do is we like to open up uh, the, your opportunity to kind of maybe pitch your business, talk about the, some content you've been creating, or or a little discuss a little bit more about yourself professionally, just so our listeners can maybe contact you if they have a desire to be coached, or maybe they just want to kind of chew on your ear a little bit about strengths. Sure, absolutely. The work that I do, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I coach people in all different aspects, but for me, it really is about creating confidence. And so I, I work with folks on creating confidence inside their business. I work with them in creating confidence in their relationship, um, work with them in creating confidence with themselves internally. Um, so I have a couple of different workshops, and um, uh, my blog goes out weekly on Wednesdays. And so if somebody wants to, to get on my blog, they can go to my website, and um, it's Evolve Your Relationship com and uh, find me. I'm on Facebook. It's Emily Petroff or um, Evolve is the, my Facebook uh, business page. Those are a couple of ways. I'm on Twitter um, EP, at EPetroff. Um, so there's a couple of different ways that they can connect with me. But um, you know, really, it's it's for me the work that I'm doing right now with my clients is it's about creating confidence in their life, and um, we we utilize strengths to do that every single day. So um, that I mean, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm working on and what I've been working on. So, well, Emily, you're, you're a beautiful dynamic person. I'm so glad that you gave me the opportunity to interview you for, or for thematics. Um, thematics is a presentation by unleashstrengths.com. You can find us on Facebook, uh, unleash strengths, and you can also find us on Twitter at unleash CSF. Again, that's unleash CSF. This broadcast goes out every two weeks. We try to put it out there on Friday, but thematics is a show really just focused on allowing two people, just like we were sitting at a bar to talk about our strengths and just let other people know that there is a tool out there that exists. That's just so insightful. You don't want to miss it. So Emily, thanks again for joining me. I really hope maybe you can come back and join us again and we can hear more about your strength story. I would absolutely love that. Thank you so much for having me, Andy. This was so fun. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Thematics presented by UnleashStrengths.com. Remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted.